0: Welcome to the Improvement Imminent podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we
1: ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hey guys, welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. Phil and I are gonna sit down. We are gonna run you guys over our next week of training. Um, so to start, we're just gonna talk to you guys about some new structure we're gonna implement. We just finished our deadlift and squat cycles, so hopefully you guys got to test your one maxes. Hopefully some of you guys saw some improvement. I know that I absolutely saw improvement in my deadlift um, and in my squat, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that, and we're gonna kinda move into a little bit something different.
0: Yeah, for the next, well, for uh, for February, or most of February, we are going to be focusing on Romanian deadlifts, and we're going to do those in a specific way. We're going to be using a snatch grip um, and really trying to understand how to better load our hamstrings and learn how to fold at the hip, because that's something that we've identified that we're struggling with as a community of fitness enthusiasts. Uh, We need to be better at folding over and controlling our spine at the same time. So we're going to focus in on that. And it's been a while since we did much overhead pressing as a specific strength piece. So we're going to focus in on strict presses. Yeah. I think for the Romanian deadlift, since it is
1: in a snatch grip and it forces you guys in a lower position, it's going to be quite a bit different than the deadlift that we just tested. I think it's going to be really good for you guys as far as your cleaning a clean grip deadlift. So imagine like a clean pool, and I think it's gonna be really good, obviously, if you guys are snatching. Um, I think you guys are gonna find that it really increases your starting position for both those lifts. And hopefully, if when done right, you guys can find a better position at the top in that high hang before you launch. So I think it's gonna have really big, um, just benefit for Olympic lifting.
0: Yeah, well, and it's, it's, well, you know this, but it's interesting you say that because feeding that Bent over and and loaded position, ready to launch, as you put it, is also something we're working on because we're going to be coupling these uh, our strength days. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not coupling the the following day off a of strength day will be a day where we work on technique with a barbell, doing specifically hang cleans, high hang. I well, we're going to start or, at the high hang and yeah. work our way down. That's right. So. We're putting those two things together so that hopefully you can better understand how to control your spine and fold at the hip, and then you can better use that understanding to transfer power and lift better and become more athletic. So the combination of those two hopefully um, teaches you guys some things. It's definitely done a lot for me in the past. I became a much better uh, snatcher specifically, and yes, we're we're doing cleans here, but I became much better at snatching when I started doing um, high hang middle hang, low hang combos. Absolutely, yeah. It taught me a lot about how to cross the knee effectively.
1: Yep, so um, it's something we're looking forward to. Hopefully you guys can enjoy it. Hopefully you guys can come in for a lot of those days. It, it really is gonna have great benefit for you guys. So um, I think we're excited to kind of roll it out. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna talk about Feb- starting February 3rd. Um, we're gonna run us through let's just highlight, starting with the strength. Um, So we're gonna kick you guys off right away on Monday, and it's gonna look like this. It's gonna look like five superset rounds on a three minute clock, and we're gonna be rotating between that upper body press and the um, snatch grip Romanian deadlift. Uh, So we are gonna go five strict press, 80%, five of the snatch grip Romanian deadlift, 80%. Okay, so it's a superset round, you're doing five of the first, five of the second, and then you're gonna use the time between the sets to mobilize.
0: Yeah, um, we are going to run two different barbells for this, so Mm -hmm. there's a decent likelihood that you're going to be working with someone, and in the event of that, pair up with somebody who's pretty darn close to your capability on a regular deadlift. Because if both of you lift just about 300 pounds, then you're going to be just about the same as far as what you're loading on for a Romanian deadlift, hopefully. And then there's minimal weight changing, and you can effectively go through those two movements pretty seamlessly
1: yeah absolutely and this is going to be the structure that we're going to play with um as we move through these deadlifts and strict presses i believe we're going to go um three minute rounds we're going to alternate i think we just go fives threes and then ones the last set of the week correct
0: yeah we're getting progressively heavier in load and, and lighter in terms of volume
1: cool so just knowing that um you guys can absolutely obviously lift heavy if position's good um 80% 80% is just gonna be the number that
0: we're probably gonna recommend, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to say because, or to, to understand because, right. what's your one rep max Romanian deadlift with a snatch grip? <laughs> no exactly. idea. I'm just gonna so, go with my one max snatch for that, you know. What we're looking for here is, is relative terms of difficulty. Right. This needs to be a decent effort, a pretty, a pretty, pretty big effort, but for five reps, a very well controlled effort. And then when we're getting up into doing singles, then, then we're talking about a really big effort that you don't think you could repeat too many more times. Um, so work your way up into this. Uh, smart, it's smart to start a little bit lighter, especially because we really need to understand the mechanics of the movement. That's what we're after with it. Honestly, more than strength, I think for most people is just understanding how to effectively fold at the hip. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much to be learned from doing that better before you worry about tossing all the weight on the bar. And the better you do the fold at the hip, then it's become safe and effective to put more weight on your bar. So make sure you really start with the basics, build the fundamental movement pattern, and then worry about making it something that makes you stronger. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Following that, I, let's
1: go over the workout on Monday. I like it. I want to go over it mainly because I, I, I like it a lot.
0: Um, so this, this is something I took off of a piece that I've done several times in the past, which was just a single movement. It was burby box overs. And I would do 50 burby box overs for time, and then I would rest two minutes. And then I would do 30 burby box overs for time, and I would rest one minute. And then I would do 10 as fast as I could to finish. Um, So that little trickle down sort of thing with a burby box over, which really is like two movements, right? It's basically two reps in one. Yeah so gritty yeah it was just it was just push how fast can i push through this nasty bit of work because it's gonna hurt and i can keep going though it's just where where is that max intensity for a sprint while i still am accurate and safe right um so this is 30 box overs no burpee and then 30 pull-ups And you want to do that pretty dang fast if you're good at pull ups we're talking about maybe trying to do all 30 in a row there's some folks who can do that if we're not right there then maybe we're breaking that into two or three sets but really trying to manage a small rest between them uh if we need to have scales going on for this pull up i still think we should set ourselves up to get through it in two or three sets really really three sets i i don't want to see people spending two minutes to do or three minutes really to do 30 pull-ups it should be under two minutes to get through 30 reps does that yeah, make sense i'd agree I, I think maybe even
1: if we have someone maybe if you can do pull-ups but 30 is just I'm the volume fewer, there yeah, yeah i'd do say fewer and go fast i'd say a good thing would be maybe even try to get through what you can you know we're gonna we give people say we want you to get done with this yeah. in two
0: minutes yeah see what you can well, get done in so two a little, minutes. let's i'm gonna have a little exercise for you mm-hmm. go ahead figure out what your time would be on that first round and then I'll come back to you. Oh, So once you've done that first round, you get 90 seconds off and then you have to do 20 and 20. And then we rest 60 seconds before we do 10 and 10 box overs and pull ups. So the idea is each time you go back to it, you should actually be trying to start at a little bit faster pace than the one prior because the one prior was more volume. Now the one that that might not happen is really the middle round. That middle round's pretty nasty, because it's still big enough that it really feels like it drags on. Uh, At the same time, it's smaller than the one before it. So it's one of those ones where the first round, you want to go fast, but have a very managed pace. The second round, if you can go faster, and that third round, you need to just try to fly. That's, it's only 10 and 10. It's go as quick as you can. I think I can finish that first round in a minute and 15 seconds. So I think it's, I think, yeah. So,
1: and then what's the pull-up time there? Oof. I think the box overs is, is going to be between, I think the box overs is going to be between 35 and 45 seconds mm-hmm. and the remainders in pull-ups. So 30 seconds, maybe 40 seconds of pull-ups. Go well, on the long way on the box. I think you're going to be a tiny bit slower there. I'm going to go, well, <clears throat> can you go louder? Can I stand, stand sideways? Yeah. Because I can rebound on a box over and I think I can. Yeah the box
0: over in probably about a second so if we if we break those two movements out we're looking at only like 40 seconds for pull-ups right oh yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and that's because you can go unbroken so if i'm trying to keep the intensity at a similar level for all of the people doing this workout then i want to recommend them to get through that 30 and 30 in less than three minutes total because we should be able to get through the box over or we should scale the height of the box over to be able to do that in a minute yeah i'd say absolutely with the box over um if you
1: scale that and make sure it's something where it's just consistent moving definitely don't rest on that one that's not one of the ones where we take a rest on our knees yeah. or where we where we pause so make sure you guys just i mean stick to
0: it and just grit through that Yeah, I spoke poorly it's going to be a a minute and a half because people if you don't rebound it just takes longer true but you should be making an effort to place your feet ready to jump back up Mm -hmm. It's, it's in how you do the repetition to try to be more quick about it and then you get to the pull ups and really we should be trying to keep that within a minute and a half as well yep so ideally you're looking at a three minute or less round on the first cycle and then we get faster as the numbers go down probably I mean three two one I'd say yeah, I mean, yeah, the, it really depends. It depends on your capacity to go fast. But yes, we should be, we we should definitely be under four minutes on the starting round. And we should definitely be under two minutes on the very last one. All right? These are aggressive, more aggressive efforts.
1: Yeah, I like it. I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, did you talk about, you're going to do the 30s and the nine second rest? Yeah. 20s? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, well, that's it for Monday. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of post-wad. We're going to do some core stuff. It's one that, well, we've done similar stuff before. So it's a fun one. And let's move on to the strength on or the skill, rather, on Tuesday. Um, it's, the th- it's the second piece of our lifting, we'll call it, that is getting put together this month. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be every two minutes for 20 minutes, three high-hang clean. And the focus here is absolutely on position, 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 and then speed under that barbell and once you get speed under that barbell, hitting the right position underneath it.
0: Yeah, we aren't trying to lift heavy. This is kind of like what I said with the Romanian deadlifts. We need to understand how to do this well. And if we're doing it well and understand how to do it well, then we can talk about adding some load. But the priorities here are the speed underneath the bar and then the position that you're catching it in and how accurate you are at being in that position time and time again quickly uh, because it's, it's those factors that come together to make a good Olympic lifter you have to be fast you have to be accurate there's just that's just it you have to yeah you can be strong but if you're not fast and accurate you're not going to Olympic lift well and even then
1: strength you know there's a lot of strong people that aren't good Olympic lifters and there's uh, they're Olympi- not fast yeah. or accurate and Olympic lifters truth be told are not like raw strength they're not the peak of raw strength, no. but they are just so good at one position, looks like the next position, looks like the next position, and, and they can hit they can hit 50% at 90%, and you'd be like, whoa, those positions, which one's 15, which one's 90, like,
0: they, they just nail them. So, mm-hmm. so we want to build your guys' ability to time out and then properly do hang clean. So we're going to start with the highest position, a high hang clean. And that's our little dip where we don't change our torso angle, we don't lean forward. Um, we use it a lot in our warm-ups, so now we're going to use it and actually lift stuff with it. Again, the focus is on technique, so please don't just load weight on your bar. Listen to your coaches, communicate with them, and try to uh, try to get better with their help. All right? This is another great day to get out your cell phone, because it'll show you that you're pulling your arms early every time, or that you're not catching in the position you thought you were. It's those things that need to get changed. And this is the opportunity to change them.
1: Yeah. I actually just had an athlete named Norm take a video of something that he was doing. Name dropping hard. Yeah. He. So what did he learn? He probably doesn't listen. So Norm, if you're out there, oh. I hope. Well, actually, I, I wouldn't mind if you're offended, to to be honest. Anyways. Um, I'm offended that he doesn't listen. Yeah. You should start listening to our podcast, Norm. That's, that's really offensive, man. That's messed up. But. And if you do, we're sorry. But we, uh. We had a video of him pressing out a bar doing a push press and he could not get his arms to lock and we told him you know this is what you need to do and he's like did i do it did i do it and he finally took a video and he got to look at it and he got to see how egregious the issue was and he got to work on it and he did one the other day and he showed me i mean it's total day and night and it had nothing to do with my coaching because i gave him what i gave him and it didn't change anything it had to do with he got to see the video and say oh wow and then he got to work on it from there Um, And I think for the hang or for the high hang clean, I think it's one of my, probably one of my most important positions that I find in a clean, because if I can't hit that one, then that is one of, I mean, that's one of the most fundamental parts of the clean. That is the bar elevating for you to get under it. That's the last little bit of the pool. And if you're not nailing that position, then it is really hard to put yourself in a good position getting
0: under a barbell. Um, Yeah, definitely. You have to get all the way through that triple yeah, extension absolutely. because you only get a little bit of push to get there. Yep. You don't get a bunch of room to accelerate with an arm yank and some hip swing. And that's
1: the part of the clean where Little deviations cause really big effects. You know, the pool, a little deviation doesn't cause a massive thing. Even getting to the knees, little deviations don't cause huge issues, but when you're at the hip and you do a little forward torso lean, I mean, the bar shoots out, you know, you're talking about jumping forward four inches because you leaned your torso forward just slightly. So I'd say that's one of the big ones. I think that's a day absolutely come to it. It's gonna have huge benefit for
0: everyone that comes. Well, and we're gonna build on it. So we really write this program for people to try to do it five days a week because Mm -hmm. the five days that we use in a week are built to try to create better athletes. So you're gonna see hang cleans twice this week and then another two times next week. And like I said, through February, we're, we're focusing on these select couple things and trying to create improvement in our ability to perform smaller pieces of lifts. How do you say February? February. February? How is it spelled? February? It's
1: February. February. Write it out. No, I, yeah,
0: I mean... There's a lot of things that are spelled funky, but it doesn't mean you have to say it funky. I pronounce letters when letters are in places. How do you say LaCroix? I don't, because that's stupid. If you had to say it, how would you say it? I don't know. I'd have to read it. I think it's... LaCroix? LaCroix?
1: I think it's LaCroix. LaCroixy? It's L-A-C-R-O-I-X.
0: LaCroix. I don't know. That's that's a different language. It's February. Jess, how do you say February. you have to say it louder February we're facing away it's February it's February I disagree with my wife I agree February February. say it however
1: you want February well I just want to let you guys know I do not stand for calling it February (laughs) I stand for calling it February and so if you guys want Phil to be off the podcast because he calls it February just comment and we'll make it happen
0: Who owns this microphone? Improvement (laughs) image? Actually, I don't know who owns the microphone. That would be me. Okay. Dang it. Should we get back to what we were trying to do? What were we trying to do? That's a good question. Were we still hammering Norm? Because I'm totally down to get back to that. Oh, yeah. So Norm Norm (laughs) saw what he needed to fix, right? Yeah. And then he could actually fix it. So hopefully we can get the point across to you guys pretty often of okay, this is the problem, let me show you what's going wrong, let me show you what would be right, and now let's make the change. But sometimes it doesn't work like that. So seeing yourself do it might unlock that switch that you can then flip to make a change in your movement. That was a good visual. Boom. A good visual to start your February. (laughs) That's just dumb. All right. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a good bit of hand cleans. Please come into them. Please have a good attitude and and think about improving little steps at a time. It really is the small details that make big differences when we're trying to lift heavier than we have before or be faster, better, just be able to cycle a bar more times. Really, whatever your goal is, if you do CrossFit, you should appreciate Olympic lifting better. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. So we're only through two days at this point, right? Because that's our big focus is this week um well after those hang cleans uh high hang cleans we've got a three round workout we're going to be doing some rowing hand release push-ups haven't done those in a while and then toes to bar or ghd sit-ups um up at cle it's been a while since we've touched our ghds so trying to give people a chance to hop on those if they so choose and then wednesday we're going back to more strict press romanian deadlifts and we're following that with two-minute AMRAPs where we're going to knock out some front squats and then do some strict pull-ups. Now, I actually, I like this one a lot because doing a bigger block of kind of heavy front squats, which is what we prescribed, 10 front squats at 60%, and they're supposed to be unbroken, and then following it when you're out of breath with as many strict pull-ups as you can do in the time that remains, it's, it's something quite different. And if you've, uh, if you've got good, strict pull-ups, you might be able to bang out a big set or two, but then quickly, that's going to dwindle off, and it'll be interesting to see what happens on rounds two, three, and four. Yeah, bang them out. That's all, sorry, that's all I have to say. That's that's great things. Great things <laughs> from you. <laughs>
1: Thir- um, Thursday? Yeah, th- Thursday, we're going to hit that skill again. This time it's from the hang, um, yep. so we're following the same structure. We're just taking you guys a little lower hopefully mm-hmm. that high hang position still applies and we don't just scrap it but we pass through it as we go into that catch um we're going to follow it up with an amrap we haven't done a longer amrap in a monday weeks. through friday in a little while so this ah. one's going to be a little bit longer 18 minutes and you guys are going to be doing some single arm dumbbell push press mm-hmm. uh you guys are going to be doing some double unders and you guys are going to be doing some deadlifts at 50 percent of your one rep max so it's gonna be a little bit longer of a workout. It's, I think it's gonna be a fun one. It's definitely gonna give you guys a little different feel with that single arm dumbbell push press. It's just, it's odd doing things on one arm when
0: you're um, when you're holding weight. I'll tell you this, so, it's a heck of a lot easier than that being double dumbbell push presses. Those are terrible. I would
1: rather do half the reps double. It'd go faster, but I think it would still actually be more taxing. Well, I mean, you could do more work in the total time. Well, yes and no. Well, yes and yes. Fewer reps. No, not fewer reps. Your arms, it'd be half the amount of dips, but it would be the same number of presses. Yes. I think the amount of work that you would get done with would be more than the dips that you cut out. We're talking about
0: repetitions completed. At least I was. I am too. You're going to do more reps with a single arm than you would with a two arm. No. It's far more taxing, and you'll hesitate to pick up the dumbbells. I'm talking about total reps by the end of the workout. As am I.
1: All right. I'll do double, you do single, and we'll see who
0: comes out of this one well, with, I'm more, total, do more, with more total. reps. I'm going to do more either way. With more total reps. I'm going to do more either way, so it doesn't matter. Friday? What was your Fran time, Phil? It was a little bit slower than it's been in the past. And what? How many Murphs did you do before Fran? I actually did two and a half. Bull. You haven't done two and a half Murphs in your life. Um uh, that's... That is
1: factual. I have not done two and a half. But really, what was your friend time? I'm just checking. I don't, you know, just wondering. Mm -hmm. The podcast is wondering. People on the podcast are just like antsy to know. They aren't. They aren't. It was fast enough. Dang, that sounds like it's a little bit slower than mine. That's okay. Karen's probably a
0: good example. Where's your Karen time? I didn't do Karen, actually. Shoot. Because I did five Murphs that day. Oh man! Wow. Or no, the next day I did five. Yeah, it was is that an excuse that I hear? No, it's 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 purely that I was focused on the things that I'm trying to get better at.
1: For all you guys that are at home clapping right now because I beat Philip, Fran, and Karen, I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. This week's been really awesome. I will autographs. I can sign autographs. I'm that there was, in the morning. That was last week. I'm there. Oh dang! I'm there at cadre <laughs> in the morning. I'll come
0: up to CLE if any of you guys want one. Um. All right. Yeah. No more nonsense. Oh, Friday, right. we're strict pressing, so like Jim Michael said earlier, we're, we're going heavier and lighter in term, or, uh, heavier in weight and we are dropping some of the repetitions out, so we're doing five rounds of one strict press 90% or more and one Romanian deadlift 90% or more this is not to say that you can't go for a one rep max on a strict press um, we just want it to be heavy so if you're feeling super good and you want to see what you can lift go for it keep adding weight to your bar strict press the heaviest thing you can if we're still working on control and technique and should just be building strength then maybe stick closer to 90 percent and work on being a better lifter not just maxing out every time because we want to max out all the time you have to fry in pans hot keep cooking
1: that's what i always say i've never heard you say that Uh, i don't say that very often um Following that, we're going to do a Tabata workout. It's going to be, actually, this might be the most painful one of the week. Yeah. Um, you're going to do a Tabata ski, then you're going to do a Tabata overhead lunge, and then you're going to do a Tabata rope climb. So, you get one
0: minute rest between them to transition. Yeah. And, uh, just grody, that's what it is. It's going to be uncomfortable. Uh huh. going to be uncomfortable. After that, I actually, this is pretty, pretty fun, I think. We're going to work on some Turkish get-ups. We're just going to spend 10 minutes doing one rep each minute. So that'll be five reps each arm, and you can go up and wait. Um, you can stay light and work on position. depends on where you are with the movement. It's complicated. It takes a while. You're probably looking at like 20 to 30 seconds in a rep. So half that minute is rest time. Half that minute is working. Yeah. I think we have a 120-pound kettlebell cadre,
1: so... Oh, well, guess what? I've got $1. fifty at CLE. I bet you can't, Turkish, get up with it. That's accurate. Yeah. I bet you can't with the 120 either, actually.
0: I think I've done... I think I've done a 126, I feel like, I might i might be wrong about that, I've done something a little bit over 100 at CLE, but I can't remember which one it was, it's been a while. Oh, I'm sure it has, just like your friend.
1: <sighs> and on Saturday, last workout, um, we're going to be a partner wad. <clears throat> three rounds per time, and you guys are going to be working yourself through a chipper, so we're going to start with some rowing, we're going to end with some wall climbs, and the stuff in between is going to be a blast. Yeah, wall climbs. It's been a while there, too. I know a guy who broke his foot doing wall climbs once.
0: wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. That's all I'm going to say about him. I don't want to embarrass him on the podcast. Well, it seems as if we've had enough nonsense. So, you guys hopefully didn't hate this too much. Remember that you can look down below this podcast and see all of the workouts that we did or didn't really talk about. Uh, So, if you really want to know exactly what's happening on Wednesday, then look down below and you'll be able to see what's going on. We'll see you in the gyms. Yeah, have a good week you guys.